0: Welcome to Tiff's Logic on Talk Zone, the show where we speak about the sexes and the issues we all come across in everyday life. Now, here's your host, Tiffany Little.
1: Hey guys, it's Thursday. Welcome to another edition of Tiff's Logic. Uh, we had a break last week it's Thanksgiving. Happy, uh, happy holidays. Welcome back. I'm, I'm excited. I've, I've missed doing the show. Uh, for those of you that do not have the number to reach me, it's one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight, 463 6748 And you can always email me at itstifflittle at gmail.com. We have, I had got tons of emails while we were on our break and I was going over topics potential topic ideas and and whatnot and I I really like the the themes where we kind of leave them open-ended and people can call in with with what's what's bothering them at that time or something they've been experiencing and you know so I came to one that seems to have a lot of communication and and feedback with and it's um Keys to a healthy and happy relationship. I get a lot of questions on, you know, people asking, you know, do's and don'ts or ideas of how, how to make a happy home, happy relationship or, you know, and, and things like, like that. And so I decided to run with that topic today and I, I did, Did a little bit of research and I kind of just did this web related and then I kind of polled a few people, a few of my neighbors actually, you know, I I polled them and said, hey, what are, what are some thoughts or what are some ideas and, and things that you guys have that make or help shape a healthy and happy relationship? And I had about seven that were pretty universal that several, several people either agreed with or are mentioned. And so I'm thinking that maybe today, you know, we can just go, go through a couple of points that seem to, to pop in all of our minds as far as a healthy and happy relationship goes. And I, I have an email that I wanted to kick it off with today. And um this is from Stacey and she says, Hey Tiff, my name is Stacy and I have yet to find a healthy relationship. I would love some advice. So Stacey kind of emailed me and left it wide open. She she just wants some advice on a healthy relationship. Unfortunately she believes she has not has not ever found one. And so I think that there's this is such a, a good email. I and, and I'm gonna leave it open because the question you have asked is basically, I mean, there's not one right answer, I don't, I don't believe. I, I believe that there's several things that, you know, you could do or look for and, and kind of model things after just to, to make sure or, you know, happen to find that healthy, happy medium. So I I got your email Stacy and I I read it and I see what you're asking and I think um after the show I can probably sum it up better for you because like I said after the research that I've done and the questionnaires and the polling there are about 7 points that um that a lot of people mentioned. So maybe I could go ahead and and list them off now and then kind of go into them. Um, the first one that many many people mentioned was uh mutual respect um another one that we had a lot of was arguing and not fighting. The third one was uh, agreement on sex fourth was um agreement on parenting i guess um i actually that was one that a lot of people said um um That was one of our main ones was, you know, the coming together on the parenting. And number five was actually another big one, um, the equal equal with money, equality with money. So that was one that a lot of people brought up. Um, uh, Another one was common goals and values. And the last one that almost everyone said was fun, 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 fun. So those were – some of the main and and I say seven because those legit i mean there's there was like I found probably eight websites that had those seven seven ideas and and things like that, and then that 's almost what all of everyone who I asked the same things they were saying, so I think it's fair to to start and we can delve into some of those. Um, there was another really good email that I, I picked to, to start with, um, to, and he says, Hey Tiff, my name is John and I just wanted to give a word of advice. Please, please, please do not get married because you think it will change someone. If you are marrying, if you are marrying someone for a change, it is a disaster waiting to happen. You are marrying the person you know and should not expect anything different. And John's email is fantastic and because I I literally have probably 30 other emails that said the same, same thing. So the word of advice was do not marry someone because you think you can change them. And that's really not – anything to do with healthy or happy, but it's, it's a great piece of advice because I, I do know a fair amount of people that have gotten married thinking that they could change someone. And I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> so I think that's a great piece of advice and thank you, John and to everyone else. Um, because like I said, we, we have had several people mention, To not make that mistake and just know that when you get married and say, I do, you're marrying that person, you know, and you should not expect some grand change and not that people can't change, but to want to, to want to marry someone to change them is absolutely crazy to me in in the first place. And so I think that that's great advice. We are going to take a short break and when we come back, we can, um, we'll go ahead and delve into the mutual respect thing.
0: Welcome back to Tips Logic on TalkZone.com. Here's Tiffany Little.
1: Hey, welcome back. Um, I am going to kick it off with mutual respect. For those of you just tuning in, um, we are discussing healthy and happy relationships. Uh, we have tons of ideas, and I, I want to try to... Go through them and, um, just see, see some feedback from, from you guys and, and what you think. And, you know, just how can, how can we get to that healthy and happy relationship that we, that we all seek? And so, so the first one that a, a lot of people have messaged or said, and, and it was mutual respect, you know, and I think, I think this is huge, and I I honestly believe if you don't have this, if you don't have a mutual respect for each other, and I mean – and to be fair, that doesn't mean that you can't fight. It doesn't mean that you you can't see – have differences and you have to see eye to eye on everything, you know, it, it, it means that you understand each other and are willing to understand and give each other the respect, you know, that's needed. And when you do have a disagreement, you know, take that second and, and try to understand their side of you and try to see it, see it from their side. And, you know, you know it you support each other you respect each other and you have each other's backs you know and so you you don't necessarily have to agree you know but you do have to understand try to understand and you know have a love and a trust and in, in your steady commitment and you know that's that's really what mutual respect means you know just caring about each other and and when you do have those disagreements you know make sure that to to try to see see the other person's side and not have huge blowouts and you know you know not have to take things there when you when you do have a disagreement so um but I think that's really important. And and unfortunately, I think if you don't have that mutual respect, it's going to be hard. It's going to be long and and tough. And I think that you really can't. It's kind of like trust. If you don't respect each other, you know, you I just I don't think that you'll have a chance, you know. So I think that learning how to respect or just having that respect is is kind of like a foundation of a relationship and it's super super important and I I don't think that you could do it without it and it's and it's easy you 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 can see you know um, couples interactions with each other and you know if people don't have that good interaction and don't have that respect for each other the relationships just usually don't and won't make it, you know? So try, I, I think that's something. And, and when I have been in relationships, I honestly, I try to, that's, that's the foundation for me along with trust. So I think that's, it's really, really important. Another um, key that we had to, um, healthy relationship was fun. Uh, a lot of people said fun, you know, if your relationship isn't fun then what is it like how can we how can you be in a relationship and function if if it's not fun you know and i really really agree but i i like fun period i i think that most of us do you know and so a lot of things fade if if you stop and think about it in relationships especially when you hit those those Key marks, you know, five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years. When you're years in a relationship, things fade, things change, you know, Um, not, not often, a lot of things we, we, we hoped and wished didn't change, you know, like, uh, us females get, and males too, you know, uh, you know, the sexiness wears off and the age kicks in and, and, Things change, you know, body type changes, we, you know, life goes on and, and things happen. So, so that kind of fades and, you know, the romance, sometimes romance fades and, and there's a lot of things that still, that still can remain. And, and I think one thing that would be great and huge is laughter, you know, and, and, if somebody can make you laugh every day and while everything else has, has faded or tends to fade, I think that's great. You know, cause life gets so serious and things happen. And if you can't, if you can't find sense of humor and things and, or if you don't make time for the fun, you know, if everything is so serious and work, come home, kids, clean or, you know, you have your routine with no fun in it. That's just not, that's not, that's not a way that we want to live or, or, I mean, that's just not fun. And so I think it's really, really important to try to make sure and, and have a sense of humor or make time for drinks and movies or whatever makes you laugh. So when everything else fades and wears off years in, you know, just try to find some fun, try to, try to keep that fun going because we, we as human beings, I think that really need that. And I I think that would, I think that's a lot of fun. And I think that could really help, um, relationships. And the, another topic was, or another word of advice actually for healthy and happy relationships was common goals and value. And before I go into that, I actually had an email and it was from tia and she says hi tiff my name is tia and i wanted to say i believe in having the same common goals and values is a huge huge relationship factor and without them i think a lot of things would get lost so tia is saying that she she really believes forming a relationship with someone who has the same and same goals and values you know and couples with very different interests can, can still have healthy relationships. You know, we're, we're not saying that, you know, because I like one team and you like another, or, you know, I don't like spaghetti and and you do doesn't mean that you can't make it work. But, you know, thinking of bigger issues, like if you don't want children and you know that your partner does, you know, that that's a big issue. And so there's, there's a life, that one chooses and then you know your partner doesn't necessarily see themselves in that same life then that's that's a problem you know you guys want completely different things in the end and so i don't know that that's the best relationship because i think that one person being fulfilled and the other not i mean then that person never really reaches happiness you know and so I think it's really important as well to kind of have the same, same goals, you know, and, and, you know, different religions and different cultural backgrounds, they could all, they could have healthy relationship too, you know, but honestly, what makes a healthy, I believe what makes a healthy relationship is sharing core beliefs and, and and values. And, you know, if, giving back to your community is important to, to both of you, but you don't like the same pasta. Okay. That that's okay. You know, the bigger things you you do agree on. So, and like, like we all know and have said before, goals and values differ for everyone, you know, and it's just, this is a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. So if, You don't want to get married and your partner does. That's not necessarily the best situation for you to be in, you know? So I think like Tia and myself and many others have said, really, really important to share common goals and values, you know? Otherwise you're going to struggle and in the end when the time comes where they're ready to, to move on and make that next step in their, in their life and you don't agree and you want a different then it all. It's just not, it's not going to be good in the end. So kind of, kind of, I guess that that could be another foundation. I don't know that we should go on every day and say, Hey, do you want kids? If you don't want kids, okay, that's not going to work. I, it just depends on how serious you are. And when I say relationship, I mean like relationship, this is your partner. This is who you want to be with. And so that's, You know, when it's fun, lighthearted dating, I don't think, I don't know that that matters. But, you know, when you're settling down or, you know, getting older or whatever, when that's your person and you want it to be with them, it's important to think about what you guys both want in the end and make sure they they match, they meet, you know. Uh, Another one we went that we had a lot of feedback on was agreement on sex. So, if you're both okay with how often you have it and don't have it, um, and you know there's mutual participation and and you know things like that, that that's a big issue in a lot of relationships. So it's kind of important that you that it's healthy and um, it's it's a big part. So we, we can't we can't overlook that you know you need to be able to talk about it openly without criticizing each other and you know it needs to be a mutual participation and um often i <laughs> i know a lot of friends and listeners who have mentioned you know sex using it as a punishment and and things like that and you know i don't know that we should have an agreement on it you know and I, and but i think that it's important that it's a healthy healthy you know that that your sex is is healthy and that you make an effort. And because later down the road, you know, you've, you, those things, that's one of those things that kind of fades. And it's really important to make sure that you guys are both okay with, you know, the sex life. It's, it's a huge issue. And, and people stray. That's the, the, one of the number one reasons why, that I have, as far as I have gotten feedback anyways, that's the, one of the number one reasons why people tend to stray, you know, they, they're not getting it at home and so they go and look for it. So it's just important that you guys are open and, you know, you talk about it and try to leave the criticism and, and it doesn't need to be a fight, but it needs to be a mutual understanding and you guys both need to know what you need from one another in that department to To make it work. Um, I I wanted to list the number again for those of you that do not have it. We're going to start taking some callers. So 1-888-463-6748. And you can email me at itstifflittle at gmail.com. We'll take a short break and be right back.
0: Let's get back to Tiffany Little for more of Tips Logic on Talk Zone.
1: Hey, welcome back. Um, we have a caller. Let me go to the lines. Frank, are you there?
2: Uh, hello, Tip.
1: Hey, Frank. Thanks for calling. Do you have anything you want to add to today's topic, uh, healthy and happy relationships? Healthy and happy relationships.
2: Oh, boy. That is, <laughs> that is a difficult subject there, especially for me. But uh, I've had both. But um, the ones that didn't work, there was just basically, I think, just basically a lack of respect. And it's not that the disrespect was, in most cases, intentional. It was just really not paying attention. Yes. Hello?
1: Frank? Frank, are you there?
2: Yeah. yeah, can you hear me?
1: Yes, yes. I lost you a little bit there. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, and, and what yeah. was the last thing you said?
2: Well, you know, I said I've been in both. And uh, um, the ones that didn't work was uh, weren't happy. It was generally due to a lack of respect and it wasn't that the disrespect was much intentional it was just a uh, thing of you just kind of take the other person for granted okay.
1: and, right
2: yeah and there is a little bit of taking for granted that it has to be in a relationship because you can't constantly be on be on your toes and and uh, um, either the other person needs to remind you with a little hint, and you need to respond to that, or you need to you need to pay attention to what you're doing. Does that does that make any sense to you?
1: It does. Um, it it absolutely does. And when I, I did want to ask you this, when you said. Um, there was a lack of respect and and well in some of your past relationships. What could you give me an example?
2: Um well one would be um, not including the other person in on things that you're doing and just assuming that everything is going fine and they completely are aware of of you whether it's business or whether it's your sports activities or your social life or whatever else, that you just kind of take it for granted that just because you're, you know, um, happy, you know, they just know you're happy and everything's fine.
1: Right, right. And so I think that it's it's definitely important to take the time to you know ask and and you're right i think that is all about respect you know when to take the time and ask hey what's going on and what are you doing today and and things like that and so when we say respect it doesn't always mean you know uh saying mean things or whatever but it's it's having a respect and caring about them and wanting to know what's going on in their life you know is 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 that are we in agreement there
2: yeah we're definitely in agreement there and we can use like a uh Career or work as an example that you just, you know, you get caught up in it and it takes a lot to maintain your business or maintain your career. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you, you just don't even think about talking about it because your mind's on it, you know, 12 hours a day at work. And then mm-hmm. uh, when you come home, it's, you know, you, you, you don't even think about it. Talking about things, but uh, you want to also be careful that you're not forcing conversation. That you you're overthinking this whole thing. You know, you just you just really got to be natural. You got to be true to yourself, and you got to mm. be true to your mate.
1: Hmm. I mean, you need to want to have that interest. I mean, if you don't care what your partner's doing and how their day was, something's wrong you know, so it, I think you're absolutely right. If you're not trying to take the time to find out, I mean, it's either that you are very self-involved, and you know, you're consumed with yourself, or that you're not into that person, and you really don't care what's going on. But you know, the second that you stop asking or, or caring what's going on, I think that's a huge red flag. And like I said, I think that's one of that's part of the foundation of a relationship. You know, you, you have to respect and, and you have to respect and care about each other, you know, and want to know what the heck is happening, you know?
2: Well, it, exactly. And this is why I call in because you're so good at this stuff because both of us are talking the same subject, but we're both talking on one side of it, you know, ourselves. And that's what you were talking about, you know, when you come home from work or whatever, you also got to do that to the other person. You know, you got to be, you know, putting your foot forward to see if there's something that's bothering them or something they really want to talk about or something that they're forgetting, Mm -hmm. you know, that they're uh, not showing respect. But Mm. you don't know that unless you ask them, hey, honey, everything all right? How did work go today?
1: Right, right. They, in, that's very good point too, actually. Uh, if you feel like you aren't getting that from that person, you could help jumpstart it and initiate it. So how was your day? Anything crazy happened? What'd you have for lunch? You know, if there's a chance that we forget to do those things and so it'd be nice, uh, maybe we could use that as a, as a pointer, okay, well, you want to tell your partner about your day. They haven't asked, so maybe you just ask them about theirs, you know,
2: kind yeah, of jumpstart
1: the I mean, conversation.
2: Exactly, and I think we both hit on the most important thing is it's easy to forget about yourself, you know, uh, but, and it's also easy to forget about your partner, but you're the one that needs to initiate your partner, you know, is anything wrong? Is everything fine? And it just takes a few words and if the other person goes, yeah, everything's fine. I had a good day at work. It's over. You've done your part.
1: You know? Absolutely. And hopefully you guys will, you know, form a conversation out of that and it won't be kind of, yep, I'm fine. And, and that be it. You know, hopefully you move forward and speak to each other and have a conversation about how things are and and what's been going on. So great, great advice.
2: You know, all this stuff is basically common sense that love is so complicated and relationships are so complicated you know that it's just human nature to just get lazy and you just get on top of it
1: absolutely and and I said something about that earlier and things fade you know people stop doing things that they used to do for years and it's important to to not get lazy and it's important to try to put each other first. So thank you so much for calling in. Great, great advice. Um, and
0: well, I,
2: you know, you, you help me. I'm, um, I'm glad that uh, you're on, on the air, Jeff, if you got a great show.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. For those of you that need the number, it's one eight 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 four six three. 463 six seven four eight or email me at itstifflittle at gmail dot com. We have another caller. John, are you there?
0: Yep. <clears throat> yes I am. How are you?
1: I'm good, John. Thanks for calling in. Do you have any um helpful helpful advice for us on healthy healthy and happy relationships?
0: Well I'd like to give a little bit of advice. Um I would say uh respecting each other's privacy.
1: Ooh <laughs> That's a good one and to
0: elaborate on that, yeah, and to elaborate on that, you know, just um, just 'cause you're in a relationship, you know doesn't necessarily mean you have to spill you know every everything you know male and males and females, we can you know each side is fair to say that you know we have secrets, and not everything is necessary to share, and also um don't have to consistently be together and well, I'm elaborating on that. You know, if guys, you want to go to the bar or every other Tuesday, or ladies, you want to you know, have your girls' night, you know, it, um, healthy relationships require a bit of space, in my opinion. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but it's just a matter of respecting each other's privacy.
1: John, I am, uh, I am looking at the list that I made today. And the space and privacy didn't make it, but oh my gosh, I think that is so insanely important. I I am so happy you called. I am in 100% agreeance with you. I have said this a few times on the show. I know I have that having some identity outside of your partner is really, really important. So taking that time. Like you said, girls' night, boys' night, whatever, you know, to be, to hang with other people and, you know, live, live and, and, and make sure you're there, you know, you need space. And you, you are absolutely right. Now, I kind of want to rewind to the, the first thing you said, cause you kind of hit two things. So the first one was the privacy. You know, you, you said that it's, and, and that is so important, you know, and, Nobody ever has said, yes, I want to be in a relationship where my significant other is in everything I do and all in my business. Uh, no one has ever said, yes, I, I want them to check my phone and, you know, and just know everything. Right. And, and like you said, we all do have secrets a hundred percent. Now, right. And, and hopefully you're not, doing things behind the partner. We're not talking about those secrets. We're talking about secrets that, you know, things you think about, things that you don't want to talk about, not necessarily bad things like cheating or drugs or whatever, you know. Hopefully we're not hiding those kind of secrets. But it's not healthy to be in your partner's private, like, emails and voicemails or texts that's not healthy right. to to be and I mean and have you been in a relationship like that, John, where somebody's always checking your stuff?
0: Absolutely, you know. I granted, I never you know cheated on my significant others I dated, but it's just a matter of you know going to the store for getting my cell phone coming back and my significant other scrolling through my Facebook and text messages. <laughs> and it's like,
1: Right. It's
0: like, babe, like, what, what's up? Why are you like, why are you in my phone? And, you know, and the simple, oh, I was just checking. And I'm like, oh, so you don't trust me. And then a little right. argument comes on and it creates paranoia, a little bit of paranoia. It's like, and it's not healthy because in all fairness, <clears throat> when you're in a relationship, as a male, you're going to have female friends that you know, and being on the female side, you're going to have male friends. It's, it's inevitable. So there should be some trust there in that aspect.
1: I think that's crazy. I think that's a great, great point. I Social media, though, to be fair, I mean, okay, so it's a tricky, deny, tricky subject. Attraction. That's what I. It's it's a very tricky subject because these people can now message you everywhere, you know, private oh, yeah. messages. And listen, I, I don't use Facebook that much. Like I have a page, but I I don't really, I just don't ever use it. I'm not sure. I used it a lot in college, but I kind of fell out of it. I went on recently, and there's this this new um way you can message people and it's like a private message and I have messages in there from people I've never met I, I've never spoken to that were a year old so I, I, there's every way that people can get a hold of you now, and we just have to have that trust. And so there should be no reason when you go to the store or, or you go to the gas station or whatever, and you come back and your significant others in your phone looking at your social media. I mean, cause like you said, it causes that paranoia, and that fear, and that's no way to live. And that's no way to be in a relationship. You know, you're constantly looking over their shoulder, your shoulder, like, you can't, you know, like you can't look for something because when you start looking for things, that's when you push people to 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 do that kind of behavior. You know, exactly. like you've been questioning them years and then on the fifth year, oh, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. You were you were doing this the whole time. No. Not necessarily. You you make people you can make people go crazy and do things. So stay out your phone, stay stay out of their PMs and their private messages and, you know, and let them live. And the second thing that you, you brought up, that was a really, really good point was the the space, you know, like Mm -hmm. I have been in those relationships where people want, they want to be up under you, you know, and, and they want to, everywhere you're at, they want to be. And so have you been in a relationship like that?
0: Oh yes, I've also been in relationships, especially earlier in college where the female I was dating, you know, great heart, excellent heart, but she was just suffocating. It's like, you know, I had to, I had to sit her down and say, look, I love you, but let me miss you, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? let let, (laughs) Let me miss you, you know, you know, why don't you go home for a couple of days, you know. Let me breathe, basically. I wasn't trying to sound, you know, insensitive or a jerk, but it's pretty bad when you're going to tell your significant other in a nice way, like, hey, you know, like, let me miss you. Like, I want to go out with, you know, I want to go out with the boys, you know, have a couple beers, you know, and chill. You know, listen,
1: I think I think that is an amazing way to say it. You're not being rude. You're not being ugly. All you're saying is, let me miss you. And that's cool. Everyone wants to be missed and everyone wants to be loved. And I think that's a perfect way to say it. If you feel like your significant other is smothering you and they're all up under you and on your feet. And, you know, I think that's a great way to say, hey, let me miss you. I, I'm, I've never practiced that. I've never thought of that. I think that's an amazing way to say it. It's so nice. And I honestly, I want to be missed, you know? So if Absolutely. if you came to me and you said, hey, you know, let me miss you. i would be like, all right, babe. Like, let's, like, <laughs> and I don't know that everyone will take it that way. But for sure, I would enjoy being missed. And I think that's a perfect way to say it without being mean and hopefully without hurting their feelings, you know, I. I think that's great. So John, you have been awesome. Thank you so much for for all your advice. Great great conversation. Thank you so Absolutely. much for calling in. That was that was great. So let me miss you, he says. Let me let me miss you. I think that's perfect. I'm I'm going to write that down for for next time to to know. So again uh, for those of you that don't have the number 1888 463 6748 we're going to take a short break and be right back.
0: Now more of Tips Logic on Talk Zone with Tiffany Little
1: hey welcome back um, so that was really really good advice that, that we've had um, so far and I think that I couldn't have said any of that better myself so really really good advice and I'm surprised that that I didn't have those uh, privacy and, and space those didn't make the list and but those are really, really important. So thank you so much for our callers and, and their advice. And I had a few more that I wanted to, wanted to go over. Another one that a lot of people showed um, interest in was the um, agreeing on parenting skills and, and or the correct way to parent or, and obviously there's no right we're never going to get it right 100% but agreement on parenting so I, I think there's a couple of parenting and I am not a parent so but I do after speaking to several there are you know a few main styles of parenting and you know when people do not agree it tends to cause some serious serious issues and in fact I have one from Stephen. I have an email from Stephen and Stephen says, Hey Tiff, my, my name is Stephen. My wife and I never agree on parenting. We agree on everything else 100%, but cannot seem to find a happy medium on our parenting skills. I think it will honestly be the death of our marriage for our arguing now spills over into day to day, day to day functions and I think that's really, really unfortunate um, that your disagreement on your parenting styles or, or how you're parenting, you know, is now causing issues on your day to day with each other. And so though parenting is, it's huge. It's once you become a parent, it's, that's your job, you know, that's what you do. And so to disagree on that is, it's pretty unfortunate, you know, and it's it's not a simple disagreement on, you know, what to have for dinner and stuff like that. You know, when you can't agree on how to parent the children and then you start to fight about it, I mean, I can honestly see everything you do start to to be a fight at, at that point because you are constantly battling each other on how to raise little people. And so, you know, people can change their styles, I think. I think it's important. And, I, again, I don't have children, so I, the best advice I would give is, to try to respect each other and understand where each, one another is coming from um, with the disagreement and understanding their side, you know, because whether one is too lenient and, you know, one is, you know, the the more strict, a lot of times that has worked, you know, like I have a lot of friends and have, and, and my family that have children and there t- tends to often be that one cool laid back parent, you know, like you knew who to ask growing up, you knew who to ask mom or dad, like if you wanted to go for a bike ride after a curfew, you know, which one you could ask. And <laughs> you know, a lot of us learned how to work that system. So I think having different parenting styles it could be okay. But you know, when there's such when there's such a difference between the two parents, I can see totally where the arguing could be coming in. You know, it's really, really important to back each other. And that goes back to our, our number one, which was mutual respect for each other. You, you have to back each other. So if one person says, you know, you can't do this, then then you guys should be a unity sticking together because I mean, that's going to be confusing for the, the children too. And so I honestly hope that you guys can, can get it together. And I don't know how you guys could have prevented this before children. You know, it's not exactly a question. We don't, we don't put that on our questionnaires for potential partners. You know, what's your parenting skills going to be like? So it's, it's pretty tough and, and you're here now and hopefully you guys can just try to come together and, and make it work. And if you can't, you know, at least try to shield it, shield it from the kids. So, uh, unfortunately a lot of people I spoke to said that, um, one of the main issues in their, their relationship or marriage or whatever was, um, disagreeing on parenting. So, I would say try to respect each other and try to understand where each other are coming from and having different views on situations. Isn't always a bad thing, but try to have each other's back and, and be a unity, you know? And the, the last one we had a lot of feedback on was money, 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 money. And you know, money can be the root of all evil. You know, that's, that's the saying we've all, we've all heard our whole entire life. So, One of the main topics, I think if I pull 10 people, I think seven of them mentioned money. Um, You know, they want to, to be equal. So I think that most of them said, you know you if you're in if you enter in a relationship or if you're a partner somebody begins or has always made more money than the other it's really really important to stay equal about it and agree on where your money goes um, they i think one of the main things people said was no hidden accounts you know um, and decide together before you make large purchases so i I interviewed one person who said that you know she entered in a relationship um, a long- term relationship and she didn't think that it would be a problem when she would make large purchases because she was the one who was pulling in a majority or a large amount of the money so she would just go out and make really large purchases I believe she you know, I had purchased two new cars and and whatnot without, you know, even having a conversation. So and I think that's obviously going to cause issues. If you make all a lot of the money and there are more money than your significant other and you don't include them on – you know, the large purchases, just because you think, well, I'm the one making all the money. Well, that's, I I, I think that's kind of selfish, you know, because you guys are a team, you're a team. So no matter who makes the money, you guys should be agreeing on where it's going. And and not that you need to agree on how to spend each other's money or whatnot, but making huge purchases without consulting one another, that's a problem. You know, you, you shouldn't be out here buying cars without... Talking, well, you know, if you're buying a car for your significant other, that's different, you know. <laughs> but you guys should be agreeing on, on that kind of stuff. And a lot of times when you make those purchases and we, you know, you don't talk to your partner about it, they can feel devalued and they, that can make them feel bad about themselves. And although that might not have been your intentions when you went out and bought that brand new car or boat or whatever a large purchase you know that can make them feel like they have no voice and no say and you don't want to ever make somebody feel like that when especially someone you're in a relationship with so it's money has often is is, is a huge factor in in everyday life, Let, you know, not even just relationships. But it's important that you, when somebody makes more than the other, that you guys still make decisions together on what to do with that. Because, again, that's that's your life together. And so, you know, they both, everyone involved should be able to, to have a say, well, you know, you think we really need that car or, or, hey, you want a new car? Well, let's pick one together. Or, you know, you just, you don't want to go out and do it behind each other's backs. And again, that can make the other person feel, feel yuck and, and not feel good about themselves and takes, takes their opinion and their voice away. And, and we don't ever want to do that. So I, I think that we, most of the key points that we went over are really, really good advice. And I think they're really good tips. for having a healthy and happy relationship. Obviously we all learn something every day and from every relationship. And so it's, it's cool to hear other people's points of view and advice and stuff, because sometimes we miss things. Like I made this whole fantastic list of, and I pulled several people and you know, we, we missed one that John reminded us about, which was privacy and space. And those are huge. So, you know, when all I can say is when we go into relationships, um, hopefully we have some of the common interest and and hopefully we want the same things in the long run. And we don't necessarily want to change people, but, you know, hopefully we can relate to one another and have that respect, the trust, the the space and you know the understanding and you know try not to fight and you know agree and have fun we always always need to have fun and and keep things fun so thank you so much for everyone who called in I really appreciate it. and and everyone who emailed again you can always email us at it's at gmail.com call us toll-free one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight 6748 Healthy and happy relationships. Good luck. I'll see you guys next time.